0: I'm Brad Wilson. Welcome to another Loving the Christ Life. Thank you for being with us. Be sure and tell your friends about these life-changing messages from Warren Litzman each week. We are in Paul's epistles. That's where we stay. He is our apostle for this time, for this generation, for this dispensation. Now, let's get into the message today. Here's Warren.
1: Greetings, dear friends. I'm having a big time coming and talking to you every day. This is my joy. This is my recreation, to be able to talk to you and know that when I talk to many of you, you're going to see Christ in a greater way because near the end of our time on this earth, which could be any moment, He's coming at any time. I've been saying that for a long time, but you see, it doesn't hurt me to say that because He lives in me. He lives in me. But we're going to come and we're going to see him at the meeting in the air. And you need all the truth of the gospel you can get. I'd quit messing around. I'd quit doing things that were unimportant. I'd get busy looking for Jesus. Looking for Jesus. Well, I'm talking to you today out of the... uh, Second uh, Timothy uh, chapter 2 and uh, I believe the Lord has something special for somebody today. So let's get to our next verse. Our last verse was Consider what I say in the Lord and give thee understanding in all things. That's Paul talking to Timothy and that was verse 7. Now we're ready to go into verse 8. It starts off by saying, Remember that Jesus Christ of the seed of David was raised from the dead according to my gospel. Now, dear friends, there can't be a more difficult scripture in the Bible than this one. There are many that say the same thing, so they're all kind of in the same class. But here he says, Paul says, to Timothy. Remember that Jesus Christ is of the seed of David and was raised from the dead according according to my gospel. Two or three things I need to comment on today in that little verse. The first thing I want to say is don't forget Jesus Christ. He starts with the all-important word in this verse by saying, Remember, it starts with Jesus Christ. Shouldn't everything we do be like that? If, if He's my life and He lives in me and His whole objective is to come out of me, though He comes out as me, He still comes out of me with His understanding, His, his truth, His ways, His will. It all flows out of me by Him. I can't start anything without Him. I can't be participant in anything without Him. I get up in the morning and I say, Jesus, here we go again. This is your day, and whatever I come in contact with, I remember you. I remember you. I remember that you, are my life. I remember that you live in me. I remember that I have no other life. My other life died at the cross. My new life in Christ is in thee. Oh, I still have an old mind. I don't have an old life. I just have an old mind that's full of the old life. And the many understandings of the old life are still impregnated in my mind. You say, how do you get rid of those? It's simple. You have a love affair with Jesus. You have a love affair with Jesus. I heard about a man the other day whose wife died. He dearly loved her. They were good Christian people. And a period of time went by, and God put another woman in his life. And he knew when that happened, he would have to do something about it. And so in time, they got married. And you know what? That was a Jesus thing. That was something Christ brought about in his life. And if I'm talking to anybody today that has a problem in that way, you have to start off with Jesus. You don't start off with a mate. You don't start off finding the right person. You don't find somebody that's just got money and say, this is where I'd like to marry. No, sir. You start off with Jesus. Why? Because that's your life. He's your life. If you didn't know that, He was your life. I'm telling you now, what you listen to on this broadcast is something you'll have to answer to because I'm telling you that He lives in you. He doesn't stay out there somewhere. He's at the right hand of the Father. But the Christ Spirit has come in to you and joined your spirit and made it not two spirits but one spirit. He that is joined to the Lord is one Spirit. So that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about you yielding to that one Spirit. That's Christ. Christ in everything. Christ has to do with everything. Christ is working through every one of you if you let Him. The only thing getting your way is your old mind, your old way of doing things. That's dead to God, but it's in your mind. Somebody's always asked me, why didn't God save our souls and save our mind and our will whenever we got saved? Why didn't he save it? Because he left that as the place where you love or don't love. Your mind is the place where you love or don't love. If Jesus was sitting in the midst of your family uh, as they discussed the problems that they had in that family, Wouldn't you recognize him? Sure you would. you start right off. Lord, what do you think this is? Well, whatever you do, family-wise, business-wise, church-wise, you better start off with Jesus. Just Jesus. You better know for sure that Jesus is an intricate part of it because he is the real you to God. And if you want God to bless what you're doing, it's Jesus in you that'll make you the blessing. Think about it. And so we've been dealing with this scripture 8 in Second Timothy 2 and it says remember that Jesus Christ. I just stopped right there because I want to get this point across to you that it's so easy to forget Jesus Christ. I'm often telling people that our forgetter works better than our rememberer. And it is easy for us to get caught in a complex thing of this earth and forget Jesus. Forget Him. I talked to a lady the other day went to the hospital, and I said, well, have you had prayer for this? She said, I've been so busy. I hope that people are praying for me. I said, what about you? Haven't you been praying that God would bring you out of this? The healer lives right in you, you know. The healer is Christ, and He lives in you. You ought to talk to Him. You ought to talk to him. He's worthy of your time. Give it to him. Remember Jesus Christ. Remember that he lives in you and he lives in other believers. He's with you wherever you go. He's hearing whatever you say because the mind you have is his mind. The eyes you have are his eyes. The ears you have are His ears to hear. Your heart's His heart. The Spirit of Christ in you has come to live in you, to use you, to make you an intricate part of Him
0: just him. We'll be back to Warren in just a moment. Wanted to take a break here and remind you about our in-home Bible sessions. You know, you can start a session, a group right in your own home, teaching these great things that you hear from Warren Litzman. I know the COVID situation has been tough to do that, but things are opening up and things are getting back to normal. And now you can think about having a group at home, an in-home group to study these great lessons of the In Christ message. Go to the website, Christ-Life.org. You can read all about us, and from there, you can find materials on how you can start your own in-home group with the In Christ message. Now, let's get back to Warren.
1: And so the 8th verse first says, Remember that Jesus Christ of the seed of David. Now, when he came to that, he's talking about Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus of Nazareth. Because the Christ that you become a part of, that has been joined to you, is the eternal Christ. Eternal past, eternal future. That's why when you accepted Jesus, you had eternal life. But Paul's talking about something else here. He says, remember that Jesus Christ, of the seed of David, was raised from the dead according to my gospel. Now, you understand that? He was raised from the dead. He was a natural man. He was an ordinary man. He was a man that could die. He was a man that could be greatly afflicted with pain, with hurt, with Roman soldiers beating him up. You know what? He was of the Sea to David. That Jesus was. How did that happen? Well, it came from little Mary. She was of the seed of David. And it was her that gave birth to Jesus of Nazareth. He said, remember him as the seed of David. Why was the seed of David even mentioned here? Because the next line says, the seed of David Was raised from the dead. You get it? The seed of David was raised from the dead. That's Jesus of Nazareth, a natural man. Not all natural, he was all God and all man at the same time. But he and his body, which he had gotten from Mary, was a natural body. It could hurt, it could pain, it could have trouble, and it could die as it did. It died on the cross. But when they put him in the tomb, he reverted back to who he really was. Not just the seed of David, but he reverted back to being the Son of Almighty God who is without beginning, without end, the Alpha and the Omega, eternal past and eternal present. And future. He came out of the grave. And I like to make a real point of that, dear friends, because there is no other leader of any religion on the face of this earth who has ever had anybody that set their religion up or started their religion who died and came back to life. Not a one. We know of no one. There's no one written in history that died and came back to life. Now there are many of those who were great historical figures and they died and people today still worship them. Sadly, they still worshipped him. That's one thing Christianity is. We don't worship a dead God. We don't worship somebody that died and didn't come back to life. We worship somebody who did live on this earth, who did die, who was greatly hurt when he died, punished by the Romans, buried in an Armathean tomb, but he came back to life. The only leader, the only progenitor of any religion that we know of. He came back to life. And for that matter, I don't know of anyone who died in the natural, a natural person, a a ordinary person. I don't know of a one of them who died and came back to life. I've heard many stories. I've heard many illustrations. I've heard many people say I died and I came back to life. But you know, they had to die again. Their first death wasn't good enough. They had to die again. And I've always kind of doubted that thing. Why? Because the only one I know who died and came back to life lives in me. That's the Son of God. That's God the Son. He lives in me. He shared His life with me. When he was joined to me. And I accepted him as Savior. Thank God. I accepted him as Savior. And he was joined to me. And that happened to every one of you too. He came into you. He that is joined to the Lord is one spirit. His spirit captivated your spirit. Overwhelmed your spirit. And took charge. That's what salvation is. That's what a Christian is. I don't want to ever forget on this broadcast that my... Real purpose is to tell you what a Christian is and what Christianity is all about. Christianity is all about that man who died dead, real dead, on the cross, came back to life a few days later, came back to life. And now he lives in every one of his followers by spirit. Thank God for that. Well, you say, doesn't somebody that has their own religion, live in the spirit of their dead person, not the same. That's not the same. I'm talking to you about somebody who lives in you, who isn't dead, who is alive forevermore and shares that life with us. The moment a believer accepts Jesus as their Savior, they have eternal life. Whose life? His life. Who saved him? He did. Who lives in them? He does. You get it? It's Jesus. It's all Jesus. And that's why I started this series of messages on this week talking to you that you ought to remember Jesus Christ. Because he's different. He's somebody. He's outstanding. And he lives in you. Think about that. He lives in you. Christ your life. Christ your life. That's why we call this program the Christ Life Fellowship. We have a fellowship of people who believe Christ lives in them around this world. I mean, it's not just a saying to them. They have explored the scriptures. They have seen what Paul had to say. Christ gave them a revelation that he lived in them. Jesus gave them a revelation that he lived in them. That's different. You can just run around singing and shouting and saying, oh my goodness, the Lord lives in me. I'm such a happy person. Listen, you've got to know that for sure. You've got to know that in him we live and move and have our being. What does that mean? That means that the Christ who lives in you takes over you being, takes over who you are. And works out of you. Works through you and out of you. That's what a Christ like person is. I've got lots to say on that. And I trust the Lord gives me the time to say it. Let the Lord talk to you. Take your Bible down and read Paul's epistles. Mark every in Christ statement. See what it does to your spirit and your soul. That make a big difference. I'm glad you listened today. I'll be back tomorrow at this same time. God
0: love you. We are just so lucky and so blessed to have these wonderful messages that Warren left us, all of his great, great teachings that he studied for years and years and years about the In Christ message. Please tell others about this broadcast Warren's goal was to let the whole world know about this message, and you can help us by spreading that word. We are heard wherever podcasts are heard. Tell your family and friends. Thank you, Robbie Litzman, for allowing us to go into the archives each week. Thank you, Valerie Hill, for keeping up our Twitter account. Thank you, Tammy Laycock, for the weekly podcast notes. And thank you, Teresa Ferraro, such a wonderful job being the great producer of this broadcast from the Christ Life Fellowship. Until next time, I'm Brad Wilson, Loving the Christ Life.